Hey neighbors, welcome back to the Flower House. I'm Tamara. And I'm Christina. Toxicity. That's what we're talking about today. Isn't that right, Christina? I was going to say, isn't that right, Tamara? Isn't that right, Christina? (laughs) I am Tamara, guys. We tricked you along. (laughs) Yes. Well, um, actually, we're just talking about relationships. Toxic relationships. (laughs) Just, Just any relationships. Not just toxic ones. Uh, relationships with family and friends, loved ones, how we handle those people that are close to us, and how we handle making new friends. I don't know what that is. So since I have like two friends, how about you tell us first, Tamara, how you make those friends in the produce section at Publix like you do? First of all, I know for a fact that you have more than two friends because I always feel like I'm like, you're talking to somebody else and it's more than two people so you have way more than two friends and you also have a pretty big family so I make friends I've said this before but I make friends basically everywhere I go I've gone to parks and made friends I've gone to the store and made friends and sometimes those relationships become really cool like wow now we're really good friends for instance I have a friend that I met at the gym one time and We've both moved, but we're like still good friends. I like video chatted her the other day. She's like doing great. But honestly, I just meet people because I'm random. I I meet people as if I'm a child. Like, you know how like kids like run up to you and are like, I like your shoes. That's me, but an adult. That's <laughs> that's kind of how that's how I meet people. And it's just about, you know, being friendly. It's been it's been happening more often as you know, I'm I'm constantly trying to be present in the moment and not not on social media or, you know, just like on my phone in general. I try not to talk on the phone all the time, even though I'm so bad at it. I, I talk on the phone all the time. I'm guilty of that. Yeah. Only when I go in the store, Tamara Tamara knows that if I go in any store, I call her and she's like, What's sad. up? And I'm like, I'm at Walmart. <laughs> I I don't want to be in Walmart by myself. I don't want to be in here. Let me just talk to you so nobody stops and talks to me. (laughs) That is actually what happens. (laughs) She's not exaggerating. (laughs) But I will say, you know, I, I make a lot of friends. I'm really good at making friends, but I really struggle making deep connections. And I'm not sure if like everybody else is faking having deep connections with people or if I'm just like really bad at feeling connected with people based on, you know, initial interactions or making those deep connections with people. I do think it's hard to make deep connections, though. I think it's kind of one of those things that come with time. I mean, I think you could make a deep connection with a new friend that you just make if you spend enough time with them, talk to them enough. But with everybody's busy lives, that doesn't exactly come easy to new friends. So that's why I say it takes time. I imagine it would be like an older friendship. People make more deeper connections. And sometimes people don't keep the same friends. So I think that's why it can be harder. Things change in life. Uh, Friends go different directions. Like I had a kid. I have not as many friends as I used to from one before I had a kid. Because, you know, we went, our lives went different ways and that's okay. They couldn't handle the cuteness. (laughs) That's the truth. That's the truth. (laughs) I think it's amazing that you can strike up a conversation with a stranger at the store. Because I, I call you when I'm in a store because I don't want to talk to other people. I don't even want to make eye contact with the cashier. 
and it's not because of them. I am very nice to them. And it's funny because I don't want to make eye contact with them, but sometimes I'm the first one to say something <laughs> because I don't want it to be awkward. But I don't like to be because mostly I, I know that I'm going to blurt out something really embarrassing because I have. I feel like someone has to step on my doorstep and they have to keep knocking on my door to be my friend. And I mean that very figuratively. Oh, Please okay. do not come to my front door and start knocking. Please. I, I will not answer. We'll drop so. our address in the comments. It's fine. No. Go to the door and knock. <laughs> so Tamara, it's not saying that I don't want friends. I do. I have messaged Tamara before. And she probably remembers this, saying, I wish I had more friends. I don't understand how people... And yet, I shut all those doors. And I'm like, don't talk to me. <laughs> because it's so hard. True. So, so Tamara, how often do you keep up with your friends and family? So, it really, it really depends. Like, for instance, if I don't talk to you for, like, three waking hours, I'm like, did she die? Is she okay? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She says she had that family thing to do. Okay. She'll be back in a couple hours. And you'll even message the mister sometimes. I will. Um, Like, if if you've just, like, gone missing and it's been, like, eight hours or, like, I knew you were, like, sh- extremely stressed and now I'm like, is she crying in the corner? Like, I will I will text your husband, like, hey, is, is she having an emotional breakdown? Is she okay? Does she need cookies? Like, would, <laughs> does she need anything? Is she okay? So I, I, I do do that. For instance, like, like my parents, I'll talk to them like once a day. For like my other friends, like say Keisha, um, I'm just going to throw her name out there. If you didn't subscribe to have your name thrown out there, Keisha, you shouldn't have been my friend. But, you know, I might talk to her, you know, sometimes it's like I'll talk to her every day. Sometimes it's like once a week. You know, it really just depends what's going on in our lives. But then like with certain family members like uh, Madam Fufu and Rain Man, which is my aunt and uncle. The cutest <laughs> names ever. <laughs> so we, you know, we talk to them every week. And if I don't talk to them one week, I'm like, we, we've got to we've got to make up a call because what's happening like it just like throws the whole week off if I don't hear from them so it really just depends on the person and of course other people I talk to when I see them other people I talk to like once a month but it really depends though I will say one thing I I should admit is I'm really 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 bad at like setting boundaries you could say hey you know I'm gonna talk to you like you could call me and I could have so many things to do and one of my things is I never want anyone to feel rushed. I don't want you to feel as though I don't have time for you, even if I don't have time. There's so many times that I've like gone on a run while on the phone. I'm like, well, we're just gonna, we're gonna have this conversation while I'm running because I had this plan and I'm, I've got to get this, these things done today, but you're just going to be along for the ride. Or man, I really need to take a shower, but you know, this person's on the phone, so I'll do my skincare routine before I get in the shower. So it's just like, I'm I'm so bad at setting boundaries. I think a lot of people are. I mean, I know I'm not good at setting boundaries either. They're really tough. It's hard to say no to favors. And it's hard to express how I really feel about things sometimes. Mostly because I don't want people to hate me. <laughs> <laughs> or it's like I feel like I say that way too often but it's like you don't want to let people down and right. you want them to think 
you got it together. You can do it. You're the person they can depend on. And I do want people to think that. And I hope that anybody could message me being like, hey, can we talk? And I'd be like, absolutely. Because I do feel that way. But sometimes it's hard to remember that we're only one person and we can't do it all, even if we want to do it all. I feel like a lot of people struggle with that, especially in new relationships, because you're still feeling out that new person in your life. And you want to make sure that you don't ruin things between you and the other person. So that can be really difficult. It depends on how close I am to a person. Like I could tell you if I don't like something. Yeah. Like say you gave me a dress and if I told you I didn't like it, you won't be upset by that. That's true. I'm also trying to work on keeping up with my family better. I am really bad at that. I tend to not message people first. And it's hard because I do, I do want to message family more. I do want to like message my sister and see how she's doing or, you know, call my mom. And I think about it when I go to bed at night and I know they're not awake at midnight, but I'm really bad at not messaging people first, unless I'm sending them a meme. If I I will message you first, if I'm sending a meme, because I, I see it and I'm like, it's funny. I'm going to send it. (laughs) But That needs to change because I know there are people who are also like that and like people I know. And that's why we don't talk enough because we both don't message each other first. (laughs) It's just hard putting that foot out first sometimes. Relationships with people are hard. That is so true. And sometimes you're like, wow, I'm going to reach out to this person. And I've got two perfect examples. The first example, once again, I love examples. The first example, I I hadn't talked to this friend in like forever, maybe like nine or 10 months, almost a year. And I was just like, let me just reach out to them, see how they're doing. And like almost immediately before, like after I I sent the message, I was like, okay, let me go on about my day, toss my phone on my bed. It's like, all right, cool. And before my phone literally hit my mattress, there was a response like, hey, like, how are you doing? Like, like, I haven't heard from you. And I was waiting for you to reach out. I'm like, first of all, the phones are a two-way, two-way communication device. But anyways, the second example is I had reached out to another friend. And I was just like, hey, you know, I'm going to reach out to them. I'm going to call them. I'll text them. And they blocked me. So it's just like, I know. You're, you're like, they blocked whoever, you. Who would ever block Tamara? But, you know, I'm it's sorry, just, that's funny. <laughs> they blocked you. And you're just like, okay. It's, you know, whatever works for you. Relationships are hard. Sometimes you get it right. Sometimes you don't. Not everybody has to be your best friend. But I think it's childish to block people. Excuse my French, but bitch, I have your address. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, 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 yeah, you can block me on the phone, but I could pull up. Like, I don't, it don't matter. Um, if I really want to get in contact with you, I will call your mother and tell her to take your phone to you. Like, it's not that deep. But it's just, <laughs> like, I, I think blocking people is childish unless you are blocking spam. Or harassment. Or or harassment, yeah. Something like that. Even then, I'm hesitant on blocking harassment. I wouldn't respond to harassment, but I want to know how crazy you've gotten recently. <laughs> like, are you like, you know, I'm going to be there in 15 minutes. Like, let me make sure I'm not there. Yeah. And proof to show, please. Right. Like, there's a happy, you know, medium, but I, 
why are we why are we blocking people like i said relationships are hard and you know taking that first step you know goes a long way everybody's busy so don't necessarily feel bad if you don't reach out to everyone i have plenty of people that i reach out to and i'll be like hey just thinking about you love you bye and then they'll respond be like love you too and i never respond it's not because i'm not like i'm not upset with them i'm just busy so it's just don't take anything personal and Tamar understands if I don't reply to her, it's... I'm not understanding at all. No, it's, you know, it's definitely because I'm taking care of my son. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there have been times where it's like, I gotta go. My son is upset that the the grass is green or something. It could be something <laughs> so random. He's three, so it's that fun age. It is fun in different ways. One more thing I'll say, and then I'm gonna... Um, I'm going to let you say what you want to say. I feel like Kanye West. Okay, Taylor, you can have your moment, but Beyonce really deserved this award right here. So I'm going to let you finish. But here, let me let me say what I'm going to say. <laughs> but I do want to say, I want to kind of go back to the point that you made about you're like, yeah, I'm comfortable. I can tell you like, hey, I don't like this dress that you bought me. I don't, you know, I don't like this, that or the other. And I think that's fine. I think that that open channel of communication is important, if I ask. <laughs> if I ask or, you know, depending on how you say it, if you're like, if I'm like, hey, do you like the dress? And you're like, no, not really. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. Or if you're just like, hey, you know, I think the dress is cool, but it's, it's not something I would wear. So there's, I mean, there's a line. It's called class. That's the line. <sighs> Don't cross the class line. That's just, <laughs> that's what it is. It's just like, don't be like, oh my God, I can't believe you picked this dress up off the shelf. <laughs> but, you know, just to kind of get back on track here, I do know what you mean. You have some, you know, you have some relationships where, where you feel like you can be honest and you should be honest. And you have other relationships where you're like, Ugh, I'm not sure if I could tell them about this. I would just keep the dress in the back of my closet. And well, me personally, I care about people's feelings a lot. So, you know, sometimes I care about people's feelings too much. If you ask my brother, he will tell you the opposite. He's like, you don't care about feelings at all. I'm like, no, I care about people's feelings, just not your feelings. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> not that I don't care about my brother's feelings but it's like I feel like when you have when you have a sibling and especially like family like that honesty it gets no realer than that like you just gotta be honest it's like nah you that was real stupid like there's no <laughs> there's no like well maybe you could have done that differently no no we're not no because it's now it's like I'm related to you you are representing me outside. Don't ever, <laughs> don't ever do that again. Um, but you know, I, I do, I do worry about other people's feelings. But at the same time, I'm very blunt, so I don't, I don't have time for you to misinterpret what I said. I need you to know what I said so that you don't make the same mistake again. <laughs> and some people think I'm being mean, but at the same, like, but honestly, it's just me saying, hey, I don't. I don't want you to hurt yourself. And I do love that about you because anytime you are blunt with me, I know you and I know that you're not being mean to me. You're just being honest. You want the best for me. And the sooner you're honest with me, the faster the results are. 
Because if we yeah. just beat around the bush and it's like, hey, do you like this? And you're like, mm, I don't know. And then we're just having a whole 10 minute conversation until you finally tell me, you know, I don't like that. And it's like, okay, you could have just told me. I know that you aren't going to be mean about it, but tone has everything to do with it. I can say, you know what, Tamara, I don't really think I like this dress. Or I could say, hey, Tamara, I really don't like this dress. It's the same words. It's different attitude. And that's honestly, I, I feel like I've been teaching my son this lately. It's how you say something. It's not necessarily always like what you say. It's how you say it. Same words, different attitude. I also care about other people's opinions way too much. I have cried over someone's opinion about me before, even though what they were saying wasn't true. And I knew it wasn't true. And I remember coming home and I remember telling you about it and you were telling me how it wasn't true. And I still was like upset about it. And I'm like, but they just totally thought they totally judged me and thought I was like this way. And I knew it wasn't true, but I still felt really upset about it. <laughs> I know exactly which 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 time you're talking about now that now that you say this, and I'm I'm pretty sure it has to do with the library. But <laughs> it does. It does. I came I from work, and I was just so devastated. And I was like, I've never had this happen. I was also pregnant though at the time, yeah. so it was highly. Emotional, emotional at the time and I was just so upset and I was like I don't understand what I did wrong how could I make things better but we honestly need to be self-pleasers first oh yes it's something I'm learning more recently because we aren't helping anyone if we are miserable by not taking care of ourselves first and it's something I'm still working on and I didn't realize how important it was until way after I had my son because I realized I can't be the best for him like taking care of him if I'm not taking care of myself because yes. I realize when I'm not taking care of myself and giving myself a break and just doing things for me and I don't mean like totally abandoning your child for self-care <laughs> I don't mean that I mean you have to put yourself first sometimes to take care of other people it's kind of like when you're on an airplane and they always say you know when it's time to put on your oxygen mask put yours on first before you help the person next to you you know what I'm talking about you ever hear yeah, that? yeah I do but I'm just thinking of how I would never listen to it if I had a child I'd be like no my child is such a vibe I, I know I know <laughs> but the thing is you can't help them if you're not wearing your own mask to like help yourself, like you have to put it on so that you can help them. And it's kind of like that, you know, like in life, you have to take care of yourself so that you can take care of other people. Because if you don't take care of yourself and you don't build those like boundaries around yourself for other people and you don't say, hey, you know what? Actually, I can't talk right now. I already have plans, but let's schedule a time, you know, that we can sit down so I can fully hear what you have to say and I can respond to it. Because I find if I'm not in a position, like I'm pretty busy throughout the day with my son. If I'm trying to listen to someone while I'm taking care of him, I can't fully hear what they're saying and give an appropriate response 
a thoughtful response because I'm not I'm mentally draining, like drained, and I'm not myself at the time. So I need to like give myself a break, give myself a breather, be like, you know what, I hear you and I will come back to you. And I got to have my own boundaries so that I can help take care of those around me. But it's a lot easier said than done because most of the time I don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) That is so, 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 so true. I mean, it's most of these things are like easier said than done, right? But especially like being a people pleaser and and I've I've definitely gotten away from being a people pleaser as much as I was before because I, I realized people aren't as great as I previously thought they were. <laughs> but I mean I I really enjoy I, I enjoy helping um people. So that kinda like helps me be a people pleaser. But you know, it's like you said, it's important that we that we take care of ourselves. Even though I still would put the mask on my child first. I don't even have a child. <laughs> I guess I'm putting a mask on a teddy bear right now. It would be hard to to fight that. Like, I, I would have that same response. Like, oh, my baby first. I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Like, I mean, that that's just like, I'm like, okay, if I could live without oxygen for this, like, if they could live without oxygen for this long, I could live too. Like, they gonna get this mask first. Um, like, the mask will be delivered to them first. Yeah, so I think it's really important that, you know, we put ourselves first and we just, like, when it comes to relationships, your mental health, your physical health, all of your healths are so important that you have to really say, okay, if I'm not healthy, I can't be the best version of me for this person. I mean, you already said it earlier, but now I'm reiterating it. Like, you can't be the best person of you for that person. And I think that you would agree with this, especially having a three-year-old, but three-year-olds and toddlers, the elderly are the only ones that have mastered the power of no, mainly toddlers. Toddlers will say no, even when they mean yes, they just say no to everything. But, (laughs) but you know, there, there is power in saying no and preserving your time. And when you're not drained from that relationship, that relationship can grow. So learn the power of no. And it's just, it's just beneficial. Honestly, we could go on, we could go on for an hour about, you know, how to house good relationships. I'm not even sure if we actually talked about how to house good relationships. We just talked about how to communicate with people. We might need to change the name of this episode um, to communication. I think we need to touch back. Relationships is such a broad topic. I think we could touch back to relationships and the different aspects to it. There's so many aspects to it. There's so much to it. (laughs) It's kind of like the dating episode. There's a lot behind it. That is. And it's just like, what's a healthy relationship look like? What's a, what's an unhealthy relationship? When is it toxic? And sometimes you think you have a toxic relationship because the way that this person talks to you, this person treats you or makes you feel, but you also have to realize, you have to realize, hey, maybe I'm being kind of toxic too and change the way that you interact with that person. And when you change the way that you interact with that person, then see if they change. If they don't, then maybe it's best to move on. 
but like I said, we could we could go on for hours. Um, I think the key takeaways here are be gentle with yourself. You know, you're the only one that's with you all the time. Try to be consistent with others if you can, especially those people that are like super important to you. So even create like a call calendar. For example, you could call your mom like once a week if that works for you. And then, you know, just be consistent. That's that's it. And with that, Christina, why don't you tell us the good news minute? Me? Yeah. You actually found this story and you were actually really excited about it. So uh, why don't you share it? Okay. So 19-year-old Zara Rutherford? Yeah. She became the youngest woman to fly solo around the world, as well as the first person to ever do it in an ultralight aircraft. It took her 155 days. I'm trying to think, what did I do when I was 19 years old? But you like, got she's... married. Yeah, I did. But that's not the same <laughs> as flying around the world by yourself, mind you. Can you fly for like eight hours at a time and then you like have to take a nap or... You know, how does that happen? Did she like fly to say, say she flew to China and she was like, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to take a couple days here. I just, I'm curious on like how that, how that worked, but I think that's so cool. It is. And she does have an Instagram called fly.zolo. So if you guys want to oh, check her like Instagram solo, out. But solo. <laughs> fly Zolo. And she has pictures of her aircraft and the different places she's been and it's pretty cool to look at so uh, you guys should check it out when you check ours out (laughs) (laughs) there's probably all of my all the answers to all of my questions like how does it take 155 days to fly around the planet like because i would think it would take like four days but like that's not including (laughs) yeah that's that's what I'm saying. I I don't have a concept of like what would go into <laughs> flying. I'm like I'm like, well, she couldn't have been flying the whole time. Like something something has got to give. I'm so confused. But four know. days. <laughs> I'm I'm thinking. You I think know, she'd be offended. To hear that. <laughs> I I mean it's it's the ignorance. Okay, I I have no choice but to know what I know right now. So you and, check out her like, Instagram and yeah. And learn because that it, it, she has really cool pictures up there. That's awesome, but I do love it. I think I think that's absolutely great. We're so proud of you. But I I just you know there's I don't know much about flying. I, don't I stay either. on the ground. Yeah. Well, neighbors, that's that's all we have for you today. We'll see you next time in the flower house. Don't forget to follow um, the podcast on your favorite listening app, whether that is Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or even the RSS.com directly. So once you subscribe, then you'll get notified on all the new episodes and tell us your thoughts on Instagram at flower house podcast. I'll see you next time in the flower house neighbors.